Welcome to the Lose Your Cravings podcast, taking a different approach to reducing your cravings once and for all with your host, Kisa Amaro, Certified Integrative Health Coach. Welcome back, my friends. I'm Kisa Amaro, and I help ambitious women transform their negative body image and obsession with weight into body confidence so that they can show up fully in their life and their career. And if you would like more support in reducing your cravings so you can maintain a healthy weight for good, then I invite you to schedule a complimentary call with me. On this call, I will share with you the exact blueprint you need to reduce your cravings for good. Now, there's no obligation on this call, but if you would like to continue working with me, I would be happy to show you what that would look like. I only open up a few of these calls each week. So if you would like support in reducing your cravings, then head on over to my show notes, follow the calendar link to book a call. Or if you just want to check out my website, check out more about me, you can head on over to kisaamaro.com. That's K-E-Y-S-A-A-M-A-R-O.com. Okay, my friends, on to our topic for this episode. Today, I am going to share with you how you can be consistent with your nutrition on the weekends, right? (laughs) Who's been there? Um, So yeah, you eat well during the week. You have a plan. Uh, You went grocery shopping and bought everything you needed for the week. You followed the plan and are super proud of yourself and are really feeling good in your body. You feel like you have more energy. Your digestion has been better too. But then the weekend comes and you find yourself feeling out of control and overeating. It started on Saturday night when you went out to eat and overate your meal and had dessert. Then you went out for an after dinner drink and that turned into three drinks. You felt so bad on Sunday, both physically and emotionally, that you said, heck with it and overate again. You just snacked the whole day and didn't have any vegetables which you knew would help your digestion. (laughs) And then Sunday night rolls around and you feel like you have ruined all of your progress. I know many of you struggle with this. I have struggled with this in the past and I have clients who struggle with this and that's what I help them with. I help them with this very issue. So how can you stay consistent with your nutrition over the weekend? First, are you restricted? restricting during the week, right? Are you restricting food? I should be more specific. (laughs) Restricting food during the week. And I want you to be honest with yourself, right? Are you not eating any sugar or chips or having any drinks all during the week? If you are restricting your food during the week, you probably have the mindset that it's the weekend. I made it through the week. I deserve to eat something sweet or I deserve to have a dessert or chips or whatever, French fries. Also, when we restrict, we create a desire for food and your desire comes out like during the weekend because your schedule is different and you don't really have a plan or a schedule in place, right? If this is you, I recommend to allow treats during the week. Have a cookie after dinner one night or a glass of wine if that's what you like. Now, it doesn't have to be a lot, right? It can be one or two times a week. It's up to you. And And in a treat or two during the week, 
and see how that changes your perspective on food, right? Maybe the deprivation around the food and your weekend eating habits. So just adding in a few treats a week and see how that shifts your your actions, your thoughts, your actions, your feelings during the weekend, right? Next, I want you to have a plan for the weekend. Oftentimes when we are so successful during the week, it is because we have planned it out, right? We plan our meals and we make sure we have groceries to make the meals. But then the weekend comes and we don't have a plan. We don't have anything to follow. So our brain just picks what's easiest and what would taste the best. And that usually involves maybe eating out, eating foods high in sugar, um, high in salt, high in fat, and overeating. So make a plan for the weekend. What are you going to have for breakfast, lunch, dinner? Write it down and make sure you have the food in your house to make these meals. If you're going out, plan that in too. Look at the menu of the restaurant you're going to ahead of time and see what is offered and make choices based on that. Now, I'm not saying you have to get a salad at the restaurant, but make a choice that's going to best serve you. Maybe it's getting French fries. Maybe it's getting a hamburger. Maybe it's getting a salad. I don't know, right? But knowing and planning ahead of time is going to better support you. And you're going to be making choices based on what is best for you. I like to think of planning ahead as a roadmap or a GPS. You know, I can plug in my destination and it tells me exactly where I need to go in the most efficient way possible, especially now, right? They account for like traffic or accidents or, you know, anything and they'll redirect you. Now, if I didn't have directions and I went out on a road trip somewhere, I didn't know where I was going, even like in a city, right? You don't really know where you're going, but you want to get somewhere. It may take a while to get to my destination just by guessing, right? If I just go out and guess, just like, hmm, maybe I should turn here. Maybe I should turn there. It might take me a lot longer. Well, it will take me a lot longer to get to my destination versus if I have the map in place, if I have the GPS or the roadmap. So plan ahead to be efficient and to stay on track over the weekend. And now when I say on track, I don't mean eating perfectly, right? We still want to have treats. We still want to eat all foods in moderation. I'm not saying plan ahead so that you can restrict food during the weekend. That's not what I'm saying. Plan ahead so you can stay on track and eat foods in moderation versus overeating them. Okay, my friends. I also encourage you to create a routine. Now, a routine is similar to planning ahead. Like the weekdays, we usually have a fairly consistent routine, right? We wake up at the same time. We eat at the same time. We work the same hours. So let's extend that routine to the weekend to help you stay on track and reduce your overeating. Now, you don't have to keep the work on the weekends, right? I'm not saying go to work on the weekends, but maybe you wake up around the same time on the weekend. Maybe you go for a morning walk or do some journaling or meditation in the in the mornings. 
Then you eat breakfast around the same time as well as lunch and dinner. This also helps regulate your hunger hormones. So get into a routine to help you stay consistent over the weekend. Many times on the weekend, we tend to skip meals because we know we're going out to a gathering where there'll be lots of food or we're going out to eat. So we restrict meals earlier in the day. Now, what happens if we skip meals is we tend to overeat at the restaurant or gatherings. We're very hungry and we eat more than we normally would. So if you're hungry in the morning, eat breakfast right? You can have a couple of eggs with some spinach or a protein smoothie, eat a healthy breakfast or first meal that will give you energy and nourish your body. Another strategy that can help you or can help keep you accountable over the weekend is to write down what you eat. Now, before you turn off this episode because you're like, oh, hell no, (laughs) I want to explain it in a way that will better serve you than what you've probably done in the past by logging your food. Now, often when we write down food and we eat something we don't want to eat, we feel guilt and shame around it. Like we were writing on, I had five cookies. You're just like, oh, that's awful, right? And we have this guilt and shame around it. And we look at it as something bad, right? We're embarrassed about it. Now, I want you to take all of the judgment out of logging your food, right? And log your food as a data source, right? That's all we're doing here. We're not here to judge you. I'm not the food police. You're not the food police. Take all the judgment out of it and log it for data. Data is really boring, right? Like you look at data and I'm just like, oh my God, this is so boring. Maybe some people love it. But there's no drama in data, right? Data just tells the facts. And when we look at what we eat out of curiosity, we notice that like in the data, we notice we're like, oh, I see that I ate a lot of random snacks Saturday night. And I also notice that I didn't eat anything until 1 p.m. Maybe those two things are related, right? So we see, we look at the patterns and we look at what we're eating and when we're eating and how much we're eating. And we look for patterns and maybe there's a solution in there, right? We look at what we eat for clues to help us shift our habits around food. We are not writing down our food to feel guilty for what we have eaten. We are writing it down to collect data and see if there are any correlations between what we eat when we eat, and how much we eat so that we can eat consistently over the weekend. So I invite you to try it from this perspective if that feels right to you. Now, if you're completely against logging food, you don't need to do that. I'm not going to make you do anything that you don't want to do or that does not serve you. But I'm giving it to you as an option for those of you who think that that would support you. Lastly, don't don't let one bad meal ruin your weekend, okay? Now I put, when I was writing my notes, I put bad in quotation marks because there is no such thing as a bad meal, 
right? So you overate more than you wanted to. Okay. You ate a bunch of carbs and fat. Okay. Right. Don't let that one meal ruin the rest of your weekend. Don't let it influence you to overeat or eat whatever because you already screwed up. One meal isn't going to make a difference. Okay. I overate at one meal. So what? My next meal can be a a good portion. I'm like, what could it be? (laughs) It could be a salad with chicken. I don't know. It could be um, vegetables and sweet potato and salmon, right? It can be a well-balanced meal, right? So one meal is not going to make a difference, right? You acknowledge that you ate more than you wanted to. Maybe get curious about it, right? Huh, I wonder why. That's interesting. I ate more than I wanted to. And then you use that to help you in the future, right? When we get curious, when we look at data, we get curious about why we overate. We use that information to help us in the future. See how that works? So instead of feeling guilty and overeating for the rest of the weekend, right, we get curious and see like, huh, I wonder why I overate. And then we just get right back on track or we just have a nice, well-balanced meal. Okay. So I want to know what resonated with you the most. What strategy resonated with you the most? Choose one strategy to implement and see how it supports you by staying consistent with your nutrition over the weekends. Maybe it's planning ahead. Maybe it's allowing a treat or two during the week. Maybe it is logging your food out of curiosity and looking for data and correlations. Choose one and try it out. You will be amazed at what you find, my friends. Okay, this is all I have for you today. If you like what you heard on this podcast, I invite you to head on over to iTunes and leave an honest review. This helps us show up higher on the search results and therefore we can reach and support more people. I'd greatly appreciate it. And join me for my next episode where we tackle the New Year's resolution. Should we set one, right? Should we even set one? What's the point? And how should you approach it? Okay. It's going to be a good one. I'm not going to force you to set a new year's resolution. Do not worry about that. Okay. My friends have a wonderful rest of your week and I will talk to you next week. Bye.